Thanks for joining us at Warehouse Church. We would love for you to stay connected, and a great way for you to do that is to simply subscribe to this podcast. You can also stay connected throughout the week by checking out our website, warehousechurch.com, or by visiting our Facebook or Instagram pages. From wherever you are listening, we hope that you are encouraged by this week's message. Amen. Amen. Again, happy Mother's Day. We're so glad that you're with us on this very special day. And we've been in this series called This Is Us. And this part of the planning for the series was kind of built around Mother's Day as well. And we wanted to share what we've been doing is asking different people from our church. We have some folks lined up for next week and the week after that. And if you'd like to share a testimony, we'll, we'll see how that fits into some of our message themes this month. But we've asked some of our ladies to come and share some testimonies about their moms. And we have some of those moms that are with us. We have some watching online as well. And I know you're going to be encouraged by this. Uh, because today, as we honor our moms, there's an influence, a godly influence that many of you have experienced. And many of you are delivering as mothers uh, to be a godly influence on your kids and, and your family and your homes and your community. And we acknowledge that. And we're so thankful for that. So I'm going to introduce to you those that are going to be talking to us this morning. Let me bring up sweet Annie. Give Annie a big hand, church. This is one of the sweetest girls you've ever wanted to meet in your life. And um, uh, we're so also thankful for our other ladies are going to be sharing. And my wife is going to be coming up and kind of closing out that talk and sharing some encouraging words for you on Mother's Day. So Annie, why don't you talk to us a little bit this morning, okay? Hi. Um, (laughs) Okay, so... I have two mother figures in my life, my stepmom is Laura and my mom, who support a very important role that has impacted me as a person for who I am today and who I will be in the future. The definition of mother is a woman in relation to her child or children, but they are so much more than that. They care for me, they help me with problems at school and work with me, and help me remember that I am beautifully, uniquely made. The amount of things they do for me is countless. One of the most important things they have taught me and showed me is what a woman of God looks like, which is something a father can never do, but no offense, Dad. (laughs) For example, there are so many stereotypes out there when it comes to being a girl, like what I should wear, how I should act, and how I should talk. That they have shown me how to work around it and become a strong, independent girl of God that reflects his word. I have been taught by women things such as how to treat your body and how to worship. Because of them, I feel comfortable in my own skin. One thing I love about my mom is when she does devotionals with me. It's one of the many ways we spend our time together. These are all some these are some of the ways all the these are some of the ways the women in my life have impacted me. My moms are two of my biggest idols. Mothers have one of the hardest jobs out there, so let's take a day to appreciate them all. All right, I am Gen Z, so let me get my phone out here. Okay. (laughs) Hi, everyone. For those of you that do not know me, my name is Madison Young. For now, Madison Johnson later this month. Uh, How many of you guys know my mom, Tammy Young? All right, yeah? Okay. So for those of you that don't know her, she'll be the one in the second row saying amen about every five minutes. (laughs) 
Uh, today on Mother's Day, I just want to talk to y'all about my mom and the influence she's had on me and on my faith. My mom has been a faithful member of Warehouse Church since the very beginning. She's always led by example. Most of you probably met my mom the first time you walked through those doors. Yep. And she greeted you with her, howdy, howdy, how you doing? <laughs> she doesn't meet a stranger. She never has. Everywhere she goes, she shows the love of Jesus to everyone she meets. In my life, she's always been a light. She has always prayed for me, and I have felt the result of that in my life. She has given me classic biblical advice, telling me that God has a plan for my life and that I can do all things through him. She's also given me less classical biblical advice, saying, Madison, if God can talk to Moses through a burning... <laughs> Sorry. If God can talk to Moses through a burning bush, he can bring you a good Christian man through online dating. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, she was right. She was right. <laughs> Joking aside, my mom has shown me what it looks like to be a strong Christian woman who loves Jesus and who loves others. When I was little, I would always tell my mom that I wanted to be just like her when I grew up. And here I am 24 years later with the exact same goal. I want to be just like you, mom. I love you. Happy Mother's Day. Hello. Um, happy Mother's Day. So for those that don't know me, because I am not around a lot, um, I'm Michelle McLaughlin. My parents are Dave and Cheryl Roberts. Um, and um, surprise, Mom, I didn't tell you because I knew you'd start crying. I think Dad told you before we started and you started crying already. So happy Mother's Day. Um, what you may not know is that Cheryl is actually my stepmom. So like Annie, I have two mother figures in my life. Um, my parents, um, Dave and Cheryl, got married when I was five. So she's been in my life my entire life. And I accepted Christ as my Savior very young and grew up in church and Christian schools and was very blessed for that. Um, I watched both of my moms work through their own individual struggles and challenges um, with their relationship with God and as Christians and as mothers. And personality-wise, I'm a lot more like my dad than either of my moms. Um, not quite so extroverted, dad. Um, but, you know, there are struggles that are unique to being a woman. And um, as I grew up, I often looked at both my mom and my stepmom and thought, if they got through that, I can do it too. So everything from going to college far away, Miss LaRue, Texas Tech, woo -hoo. In case you know, Miss LaRue was my AP history teacher. Happy Mother's Day. And um, so everything from going to college far away to studying abroad to um, getting married and moving far away from home um, to going through a miscarriage to having three unmedicated childbirths and now raising three little girls um, with a husband who is gone all the time um, while also living far away from family. So those are all experiences that I have shared with one or both of my moms. Um, you know, and as a child, and especially as a very sassy teenager, um, I wasn't really aware of that. You know, as in that time of our lives, we're very kind of focused on ourselves. Um, and in, it's more in hindsight, and as I work through adulting on my own, that I can really reflect on those times um, in their lives and really appreciate how strong they must have been in some of those moments um, that I never knew about or appreciated at the time. Um, so I don't often talk to people about the struggles that I face, um, but with every challenge that I have faced, I've always known that I can go to them and ask them to pray for me and that they're going to be down on their knees petitioning God on my behalf. Um, 
And in their faithfulness, they've always pointed, excuse me, pointed me back to God and told me to pray about it and go to him with whatever I'm struggling with, and he will provide the answers. And since I have so many siblings, um, I also went to them about um, our mom, Cheryl, um, and asked how they've helped, she's helped them in their faith as well. And um, we all kept coming back to some same themes. And, um, you know, a lot of those are really reflected in the Proverbs 31 woman, which I know are, is a common thing to bring up on Mother's Day. But um, specifically, um, her gentleness and sensitivity. Um, I am not a big crier. I'm not super emotional. And that is a way that we've watched her show strength in that sensitivity. Um, a lot of times, you know, it's easy to kind of push those emotions down and not feel them. And she feels them all <laughs> and has such a big heart for others and um, is so kind. Um, she will never make you feel judged. will always be there for you to talk about whatever you're going through, whatever struggles you're having. And again, point you back to God and take it to him and take it to him for you. Um, and along with that, there's just kind of a quiet faithfulness there. Um, we all talked about how, um, you know, we've woken up and come to see her sitting on the couch finishing her devotions in the morning. And it's not something that she'll tell you about or she'll say, oh, hey, by the way, I did my devotions today, did you? Mm-hmm. You know, there's none of that. It's, it's her own walk with God that we've been privileged to witness and be part of. And as a mother myself, raising three little girls, um, I really hope that they see those same things in me. Um, And when I struggle, I try to show them that through those challenges that God is good in all things and that I know by watching both of my moms that even if my girls don't understand that now, that one day they will look back as adults and hopefully see that same common thread of faithfulness through my life that I've seen through my moms and continue that in their own families. Thank you. Just like the moms we've already heard about today, my mom has instilled in me a love for Jesus. My mom took our family to church week after week. Her and my dad lived out their lives with Jesus as the forefront. I saw my mom give of her time. For 45 plus years, she taught uh, four, five, six, seven-year-olds every single Sunday morning. Um, She taught me what it means to live what we believe. She taught me what faith looks like Her and my dad showed me and my siblings what sacrificial love, service, and what being faithful looks like. My mom demonstrated to me what it looks like to follow her husband as she followed Christ. She taught many children, starting with her own, Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells us so. Today I'd like to wish my mom and all the moms online and in the audience, happy Mother's Day. Um, when's the last time you guys did something for the very first time? Do you, has, did you ever, have you done something this week that you've never done before and that this is the very first time you've done it? <laughs> Two people, that's good. Um, today I'm doing something that I have never done before and I am speaking by myself in this church. <laughs> so. Um, I've spoken many times on Mother's Day with Ed next to me, but I've never spoke by myself up here. So I just want to give you a forewarning. If I cry, it's not because I'm emotional. It's because I'm nervous. (laughs) And I learned a long time ago that when I speak and I'm nervous, I cry. So, you know, just 
tell me to suck it up and we'll get over that. So, uh, John 19, 25 through 27 says, Standing near the cross were Jesus' mother and his mother, sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother standing there beside the disciples he loved, he said to her, Dear woman, here is your son. And he said to this disciple, Here is your mother. Now from then on, his disciple took her into his home. So if you can picture with me, Jesus is hanging on the cross. He has, hand, he has nails in his hands and his feet. He's dying. He is struggling for breath. I'm sure that uh, with the crown of thorns that was on his head, the blood is in his eyes. And yet, while he's standing, hanging here naked in front of his mother, he feels his mother's anguish and her pain. And while he's hanging on the cross and dying, he says, John, I am dying. This woman is now your mother. And mother, this son is now your son. Isn't it amazing that in Jesus' final hours of living, he directed his attention to his mother? I think that is amazing. I imagine at this point in time, there wasn't much he could do for her except to tell his disciples, hey, I'm not going to be here much longer. I need you to take care of my mom. That is the one gift he could give her at that moment in time. So what can we take from this passage of scripture? What gift can we give our mothers taking from the example that Jesus has given us? So there's five things that we can give our moms as gifts, not just today, but every day. The first one is, we can give our moms the gifts of affirmation. Proverbs 31, 26, 28, 29 says, when she speaks, her words are wise and she gives instruction with kindness. Her children stand and bless her, her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. You know, I've always wanted to be the kind of woman that when I spoke, I spoke with words of wisdom. Have you ever been around um, a, a woman? Usually it's, it's an older woman, and she's so quiet, and she really, um, she stands out because of her quietness. And when she speaks, people actually lean in to listen because she has lived through a lot, and her words mean something, and her words are wise. As moms, we can speak words of wisdom into our children because of some of the things that we've gone through in our life. Uh, maybe we've done some things in our teenage years that we terribly regret. Um, maybe it's through tragedy, heartbreak, or suffering. Speaking to our children so that they don't make the same experience, um, the same, they don't make the same stupid mistakes that we've experienced in our life. Uh, she speaks wise words and gives instruction with kindness. I love the second part of the verse where it says, her children stand up and bless her and her husband praises her. Husbands, have you praised your wife lately? Have you told her what a great job she has done taking care of her kids, her grandchildren, taking care of you, taking care of all the responsibilities that she has in her day? Um, I'm very blessed because Ed tells me constantly, um, maybe sometimes a little bit too much, what a good job I'm doing, so, which sometimes makes me kind of... Uh, a little slack in what I'd actually do. Um, he always tells me what a great job I do taking care of my kids and my grandchildren. Uh, and sometimes I don't know if it's because I love my grandchildren so much or if it's because I just have this love for my children that I want to uh, pass on to them the same, to my grandchildren, the same way that I loved their mothers when they were kids. I also appreciate the third part of that verse where it says, um, where Jesus says, there's many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. Um, I love that Jesus is affirming moms in this verse. There are many virtuous women, but moms, you surpass them all. 
It just goes to show us that the gift of motherhood and the blessing of motherhood is affirmed by Jesus in the Bible. So number one, let's give our moms affirmation because they deserve it. Number two, we can give them the gift of affection. Isaiah 66, 12 through 13 says, this is what the Lord says, I will give Jerusalem a river of peace and prosperity. The wealth of the nations will flow to her. Her children will be nursed at her breast, carrying her arms and held on her lap. I will comfort you there in Jerusalem as a mother comforts her child. I always enjoy watching new moms. They're very careful, they're very protective, they're so nervous and they're unsure. Uh, Ed and I were only 22 when we had Christina, and I remember bringing her home and being scared to death, thinking, uh, how am I gonna keep this alive, right? Um, so I would, um, I would wash everything and sterilize everything. If you touched her, you had to wash your hands. Um, I, would, I was constantly putting her toys in the dishwasher and sterilizing them. I was so afraid that, and I know this is a very common thing now, but back then it wasn't, that I put her in bed with me until when she was like three weeks old, uh, I knocked her out onto the floor. And um, from then on, she didn't sleep next to us. No, and so if you meet Christina, now you know, you know, so, mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that she was very comfortable, so I bought the softest clothes and blankets. Uh, every time she would bump her head or, uh, or fell, I would make sure I'd kiss her boo-boos and make sure she was okay. Mostly I wanted her to know how much I loved her, and I think most moms are like that. You know, I also think it's interesting that by the time number four rolled around, I still loved her and gave her as much attention, but by that time, when she would fall, if there was no blood, I would just tell her to suck it up, and you're okay, and there's no bones sticking out. Um, and instead of sterilizing things, um, she would like pull like a fruit snack from under the refrigerator, and I would just wipe the dirt off, you know? So our, our perspective changes the more children we have. So I also think it's important as our mothers get older, we need to remember to give them affection. They gave it to us, we need to extend it back to them. I was reading this week that 75% of women will eventually be a widow. And some moms, like mine, are now a widow and affection has to come from her children because she's not gonna get it from anywhere else. So our moms need affection. Number three, our moms need acknowledgement. Proverbs 31, 31 says, Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. So let me tell you a little story. I was reading this week um, from a book from Joyce Myers. It was called Woman. And this is the story that I read out of there. A mom and dad are sitting on the couch watching TV when the mom says, hey, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. She gets up, walks to the kitchen, loads the dishwasher. She gets out the kids' lunch boxes and starts to pack their lunches. She makes a grocery list. Uh, she takes some meat out of the freezer to defrost it for tomorrow's dinner, and then she checks to make sure she has everything she needs for the meal. Then she jots down a few more items for tomorrow's grocery run. She wipes down the counter, she sweeps the floors, then she gives the floor a quick mop. Her husband calls out and says, hey, I thought you were going to bed. Mom yells back, I'm on my way. She fills the dog bowl with water and takes him out for one last potty break. She empties the trash can, puts the new bag in. She makes her way to the bedroom, but first she stops at the washer and dryer and throws in a quick load. She gathers up all the dried items and quickly folds them and puts them away. Then she stops by the kids' rooms to check on them. She picks up some things off of their floor and throws them in the hamper. And then she checks their backpacks to make sure they're ready for the morning. She quickly signs a permission slip. And then she finally makes her way to her bedroom where she proceeds to take a shower, wash her face, put on her pajamas and get ready for bed. She straightens up from the kids' bath from earlier. She quickly remembers one more thing, so she runs out to the kitchen, jots it down for her list tomorrow. 
She then walks around a room, picks up some things, throws them in the laundry, gets out her outfit in the morning, looks again at her to-do list when she hears a noise from one of the kids, runs in their room, makes sure they're okay. Finally, she locks the doors and checks them. She adjusts the thermostats and sets the alarm and goes to bed. About this time, Dad wakes up and announces to no one in particular, I'm going to bed, and he did. Mm -hmm. Now that might seem a little exaggerated, but that is just a glimpse of about an hour in a mom's night. So I ask again, have you acknowledged your mom for all that she has done for you? You know, they're a nurse, a chauffeur, a chef, a teacher, a playmate, a housekeeper, a laundry attendant, an accountant, and a babysitter, and a lot more. Our moms need acknowledgement. Our moms need appreciation. Deuteronomy 4.9 says, only be careful and watch yourselves closely so that you do not forget the things that your eyes have seen or let them fade from your heart as long as you live. Teach them to your children and to their children after them. From the earliest memories, I remember my parents taking me to church. They instilled me a fondness of church, but even more so, uh, the need and desire to have a relationship with Jesus. I learned about Jesus at home. I learned about him at school. I learned about him at church. But their consistency of going to church showed me about the necessity of being present. I know as parents, Ed and I have not only lived out Jesus to our kids, but we have shown them how important it is to be in church where we grow and learn, establish relationships, where we serve and where we worship. I appreciate the godly example that my mom has shown me through her example of being a leader of children, for the way she has loved my father and my siblings, my children and my grandchildren. I pray that my children and grandchildren see that same example in me, and I really pray that they see it in you. Our moms need our appreciation. Lastly, our moms need our attention. John 19, 27 says, Then he said to his disciple, Behold your mother, and from that hour the disciple took her to his home. Even through Jesus' last, uh, his last moments, he directed his words and his thoughts to his mother. He focused on her and he gave him, her his attention. Through every occasion that I celebrate with my kids, um, the, my favorite thing that I receive is their attention. Time together to make memories, to talk, to share stories, um, to reflect on things that we have, places we've gone and things that we've done. I love and appreciate when my kids give me their attention. As moms, we spend so much of ourselves and for so long, we just focus on our kids and our kids get all of our attention. It's a wonderful thing when that's reciprocated. So what can you give your mom today? Affirmation, affection, acknowledgement, appreciation or attention? Our moms have given so much of us through all these things. How wonderful today would be if you would just give them back a portion of what they've already given us. So as we close our Mother's Day service, watch this video which shows why our mothers are so special.